0: Hey guys, it is the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. And my voice is very raw because it is coming off of a couple days of some pretty crazy wrestling shows doing some video production. But we are here. This is a show where we talk about people with people in and around independent professional wrestling. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and IndieWrestling.us for past episodes and a lot of great, great interviews of this program uh, over the years. And, uh, of course, subscribe to it on your uh, iTunes or your Google Podcasts or wherever you like to do the podcast thing or uh find it on uh YouTube and uh the Facebook. Yeah, that's the thing, the Facebook with US. That's, of course, where we do go live there amongst other places, but the conversation is happening over on the Facebook page. So follow IndieWrestling.us Wrestling Mayhem Show on Facebook so you can get those notifications when we do go live and when you see events for who's coming up as well. Uh, also, if you have any questions for anybody that we have promo- promoted coming up uh, on those sites, uh, you can drop us a line at com or 412-206-WMS0. Uh, as well as, uh, hey, we can only watch so much wrestling, and apparently there's like twice as much wrestling as there was like a year ago, and it's just growing. Uh, so if there's anybody that we're missing out on that you think would be a great conversation for the show, please hit us up on those lines as well. We are taking requests and trying to schedule those out too we've had a lot of great surprise interviews uh, thanks to uh, fan uh, uh, submissions as well so it's sunday when as we're recording this and while it may not be a school day we are going to get educated today as the professor jacob edwin is with us here in the studio
1: thank you for joining us hey thank you for having me uh professor jacob edwin in for sunday school Mm -hmm. it's it's existed in the past so If you've just let out of church, if you've just had your brunch, sit down and uh, be prepared to absorb a little bit of knowledge. Uh, If you pay close attention, you might just be able to slip and fall and accidentally become a better wrestler, a better wrestling fan. There's lots of things that you can improve upon uh, just by listening to me. Mm -hmm. This this podcast is going to raise the collective IQ of your entire uh, social media following. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Thank
0: you for blessing us with your presence. I appreciate uh, it. I guess first yeah, off, man.
1: like we, we should mention uh, you are
0: uh, coming right off of a pretty uh, hellacious ladder match last night. I believe it was a six-way uh, ladder match for a contract for number one contendership. Unfortunately, you didn't secure the win, but uh, it was a very crowded front up there.
1: Yeah, it's uh, that, was, that was six of the top competitors in RWA. Uh, make no mistake, uh, I tried my best, and... It's something I've posted on on Facebook and Instagram before. Uh, you may be able to beat me, but you're going to have to absolutely destroy me. Uh, I was, you know, picked up. Jason Raditz picked me up with a ladder. Yeah. And gave me a jawbreaker. That and uh, so if I'm if my speech is a little slowed down, it's uh, I may not have gotten ice on it fast enough and. Uh, Then just after, you know, shortly after that, I was superplexed to the outside on top of about 10 people. Um, So they, 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 I may not have won, but they really had to put me away. And I think I think like the majority of the field was helped out of the
0: ring afterwards. No kidding. So yeah, including I think Rev even needed the, the the winner of
1: that needed a little bit of help too. So right, he was, uh, he was walking with a limp the rest of the night. Yeah, none none of us really walked out of that unscathed. You can't really escape a ladder match. Uh, you know, I, I try to learn every uh, something from every match. You know, there's got to be something I can walk away from. So you know, I try to walk away from my matches improved better than. Something about ladder matches or cage matches that you you walk away a little less than mm-hmm. um, and yeah that's what they're designed for they're designed to you know be this this pen ultimate or this ultimate clash of of finality and and a ladder match is a is a one of the uh, one of our highest highest tests of a pro wrestler not just you know uh, obviously they're smarts um I think a lot of wrestlers don't test their smarts these days but a uh, test of of physical acumen you know the 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 common man has had a fight on the street you know potentially there's no man that's been hit in the face with a ladder intentionally there's no man no average man that's walked around that knows what being slammed on slammed through hit with hit you know uh, how heavy those ladders can be you know you just climb a ladder to paint or to get to the top of your roof, you you don't know what it feels like to fall off of it if you're fortunate enough, and you also don't know what it's like to be hit with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a scar on my arm. If you follow me on Facebook or on Instagram, uh, you can see that I uh, posted, and and I've been told the picture doesn't do it justice. But there's just a giant scratch and scrape from the ladder on my on my inner right arm, and you know that's that's the least of it. You know, that's that's just what you can see. Mm-hmm. There's so many things you don't see and you don't feel that you just. The fans, the fans, I'm not sure they can entirely empathize with it or or really understand what we're going through. And so sometimes and sometimes that's that's our own fault. You know, how many times do you see wrestlers out there being act, acting too tough, acting like it doesn't hurt? It absolutely hurts. I'll never understand that. I'll never understand trying to act like it doesn't hurt. Of course it hurts. Uh, but now I'm rambling. I'm gonna. You're gonna have to cut me off sometimes. So it's
0: an education. It's an education. That's fine. Well, I I, I first want to kind of dive in where the education started for you in professional wrestling. I like to ask people um, what what was kind of your first uh, experience or earliest memory of professional wrestling for
1: you? Uh, as a participant or before that? Uh, before that, as a as, as a, fan, a fan. Like how, when did it kind of get on your radar? The earliest memory I have. Um, I don't remember starting to watch wrestling. I just remember watching wrestling. So the earliest memory. I have funnily enough I had to be five five or six um, and uh, uh, we were we were staying with somebody and uh, a friend of mine and I put a, a one dollar bet on the rock and stone cold and I unfortunately bet on the rock and he lost. Uh, and so from then on, I I just, you know, a five year old's brain is, is so undeveloped. I was like, well, Stone Cold won, I have to cheer for him now. And then I remember from that point on being a legitimate Stone Cold fan, mm-hmm. um, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, obviously being, you know, one of the biggest uh, wrestlers ever. Um, and, and the Rock, obviously, right up there now and uh, Rock might be more of a household name. I've met I've met plenty of people now that know The Rock as a movie star and don't even know he was a pro wrestler. Oh yeah, which is shocking and hard for me to wrap my head around. Um, there's not much that's hard for me to wrap my head around, but uh, so uh, now I can go back and appreciate obviously the merits of both of them. But that's that's my earliest memory is is betting on pro wrestling of all things and. <laughs> And, uh, you're, you're I, you know, ga- well, you're, stone- the, you're stone-
0: the gambling five-year-old. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, stone cold won, And so, well, now I have to cheer for stone cold all the time. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. <laughs> that's what everybody did. It feels like.
0: So how did you, uh, kind of grow from that to like, at what point was it growing up or, or later on that, that you're had in your head, like, all oh, I want to get in there. I want to, I want to become a part of this.
1: Well, in high school, um, in high school, I met a friend who I would eventually start wrestling with, um, but he was one of the first friends I had that also enjoyed pro wrestling. You know, I remember in elementary school, I found a guy who liked pro wrestling. but And we would talk about pro wrestling until his real friends came around. And he would stop and ignore mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I had never seen that before. And it wouldn't be until years later that I could really think about that and understand what was happening. He was ashamed to like wrestling and to be seen talking to me liking wrestling. Um, that's probably the start of uh, one of my more bitter demeanors. But Uh, Then eventually in high school, I actually found real wrestling friends that were fine with talking about liking pro wrestling. And uh, eventually as we came to graduate and as it came time to ask, you know, what are you going to do after graduation? He explained that there were schools, there were schools for this. And that had never occurred to me. It never occurred to me to, to, to seek out a school to actually get into pro wrestling. Like for me, I was just a lifelong fan, Mm -hmm. so I was happy to just enjoy it. Uh, but then someone said, you know, you could do it. I said, you can do it. That's, and that was the, that was the end all be all. And, uh, you can find old pictures and I post them all the time. Pictures of me in high school. I had, I had long hair halfway down my back, long curly hair. I wore Gothic clothing. I wore the, the trip pants that you got from hot topic. And, uh, I actually weighed about, uh, 230 pounds. Um, and, uh, then I started when I first started wrestling, it was really the first exercise I had ever done, um, and uh, that, that was enough to help me lose about like 60 pounds. I dropped down to 160 and then I was very slim, too slim, really. Uh, since then I've been able to put put on more more muscle. but it was the first athletics I had really done, and so I was able to it, it just the weight just fell off and it really it really turned, it turned my life around. So pro wrestling has it was the first thing I really cared about uh everything else was was you know uh, academics came easily to me i mean too easy it was just something i could just do and that you know that helps contribute to to what i'm able to bring to the wrestling ring where you know learning has been so easy and that was the other thing is uh one of the first times i got in a pro wrestling ring and eventually we would you know after it wasn't even the first day you know, how many stories have you heard where pro wrestling training didn't start with, uh you know, you, you never got in the ring until, you know, days later after mm-hmm. it being, you know, run ragged. Uh, but when we finally got into the ring, I, I remember being so excited, you know, nothing, nothing excited me more. And uh, we were taught how to run the ropes and I ran the ropes and everyone before me, they said, you know, all right, correct this, do this, do this. After I ran the ropes, uh, it was said out loud by the by the head trainer. You know, some some people you have to sit there and you have to walk through everything. Some people look like they've been running the ropes for six months. And uh, It's you know, learning learning this stuff comes very easily to me. Um, if I'm physically capable of it, I'm I'm gonna pick it up very quick.
0: Nice, nice. Anything surprise you when he got in there and was like, "Oh, this is what it's all about"? Like uh, you know,
1: at, going from a fan to to trying to learn. No. No, not particularly. I'm trying to put myself back there, but um, it was it was really everything I wanted it to be. You know, I, I once I learned that you could start start training somewhere and start being in a school, I started to read up and study up. Shockingly, uh, I would <laughs> study up and I would read uh, you know wrestlers' books about how they started mm-hmm. and everybody. You know, it was a dingy little like dungeon. You know, you hear about the dungeon and these dingy little like ragged places and pro wrestling training does not start, you know, unless you start in the performance center. Uh, it, it, yeah. does, it does not start, uh, shiny and new. It's, it's very, it's much more like a, like a Rocky movie, you know, the, the, it's very humble beginnings. And so that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted I, every, every great started out. You know, with those humble beginnings, and that's what I wanted. So I was very happy to see that. And um, you know, one of the first memories I have is is the smell. You you walk into a wrestling. Now I can walk into a wrestling training school, and I could be blind, and I'll know I'm in a wrestling school because Mm -hmm. it smells like a wrestling school, and just sweat and hopes and dreams, and a little bit of like iron from the blood or from the from the weightlifting equipment. Um, It's a very now it's almost intoxicating, but. Uh, surprises. Um, no, not particularly. Uh, I mean, you, you can never fully prepare for the characters you're going to come across in pro wrestling, just the types of people that it attracts and the types of people that try to do this all the time. Um, I have never met people more eclectic than, than a wrestling group. I've met stand up comedians. I've met, uh, bands I've met, uh, you know, people that would be, you know those are the most comparable uh lines of work you know as far as comparisons of travel and how you start and how you gain success you know there's there's a lot of ability in it but then there's a lot of luck and who you know and you know i can really identify with a lot of uh, comedians stand up comedians and uh uh you know artists musical artists that i that i meet and come across because we have similar we have similar weekend plans and um mm-hmm. uh, so, but even of all the artists and comedians I meet uh wrestling still nobody holds a candle to the types of characters and people you're gonna meet that are trying to become pro wrestlers and try to become these larger than life people so this
0: this presentation of of the as as the professor mm. was this something that kind of came from the beginning of it or or was it developing over time as you as you kind of got in the ring and started traveling and doing this
1: well um it was always present. It was always something. The professor is so me, um, but of course you're told not to be you when you mm-hmm. first start. You know, all of the greats will say, and you've heard it over and over. You know, the best, the best characters or the best, you know, things you see out there are yourself turned up to eleven. Um, you know, that's what you, that's what you hear. But then when you start and you try to be yourself, you don't know what that is. You don't know what that looks like. You don't know what that feels like. So. I was given something entirely off. I mean, uh, my very first match, if you can call it that, um, I still had the long hair, and so uh, uh, my uncle lovingly told me, "He's like, you know what? You should be. You should be the Grateful Fred." (laughs) This this, like hippie thing, and and you know, I wasn't even that familiar with the band, the Grateful Dead, so I, I didn't really know what to do with myself. But you know, so it very unofficially, the very first match I ever had, I was the Grateful Fred um and trying to throw up peace signs and uh, I was very ill prepared in a lot of ways but uh you know later on when I had a little more control over it um uh you can find matches with this name uh I started out as Jacob Young uh and uh, eventually that would become uh, the Marvel Jacob Young because I was a big Marvel fan and I still am um you know so i would, i would come out with iron man masks or captain america shields or you know what have you uh just trying to identify with with kids or like trying to be something i wasn't um because as much as i enjoy superheroes you know i'm 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 no cosplayer i'm no mm-hmm. you know I, I i go to you know i'd be happy to go to like a comic con but i don't like people that much so i can't really be around that many people but it 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 was something i wasn't supposed to be uh and then eventually it just kind of came about you know Later in my career, about halfway through now, I've been wrestling seven years, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know RWA fans wouldn't know that, or you know the people that would be familiar with both myself and your podcast. But uh, so about probably two, maybe two, three years ago, I started really letting myself come through, and uh, there was no better way to illustrate that than to just start calling myself the professor. You know, a lot of times I get asked. You know, uh, what are you a professor of? Where did you study? And I mean, ultimately, it's all just the ring. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 ring psychology one hundred and one. It's squared circle by bio- geometry, um, and it's it's things. These are these are what I'm a master in. I'm a very well studied person and a very well read person, um, but as far as um you know uh, you're you're not going to find a certificate anywhere um but you know you're never going to question that when you, you you can hear me speak you, mm-hmm. you you're hearing me speak right now you're not going to question whether or not it's it's not going to be a question of how smart i am you're you're going to be able to tell that you're going to be able to that's going to be able to come across um you know i am the professor and that is me so it it just it eventually just came out uh uh, throughout the years, so no, it wasn 't my whole career, and that maybe slowed me down, but it was time it was time to be the professor it It came about when it was supposed to come about i'm 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 willing to believe that and th- the right people have seen that it's it's it 's come across, and i don 't know how many times backstage I was called a professor before I was called that on stage mm-hmm. uh, you know just people amazed by my my knowledge or my quick wit or um. Yeah, you know, encyclopedic knowledge sometimes of pro wrestling, and and there's always more to learn. There's always more to study. You know, and I, I I keep going. It's it's easiest to go back by decade, and you know, and that also comes from listening to the greats and understanding the greats and the more knowledgeable people. You know, I have some of my friends can absolutely beat me in wrestling knowledge, and so I just listen to them a lot, and so I try to absorb what I can from them.
0: So, it, it, we, I've seen this personally, you know, the, the bulk of what I know about you is from being at RWA and you've been there for, I think, two to three years at this point. Does that seem right? Two years. Yeah. Two years, yeah. And, and, you know, I've seen it come out, yeah, I think first with the faction and then, and now you're getting, you're getting, um, your own interview segment of mm-hmm. sorts with, uh, Edwin's lessons. Yep. Which, and I don't know too many places where they do more than, uh, send you out with a microphone to interview somebody. Like, right. you have, the chalkboard and a, a set <laughs> when yes. you're out there and and some interesting things seem to happen there
1: well um that 's all by design as far as the set mm-hmm. um, I have seen places that use an interview segment, and all they do is two steel chairs that they had mm-hmm. uh, and they just sit down and they have a microphone, and it 's always something like uh, the the love shack with so and so or the You know, the the interview segment with what's his face? Nobody
0: has a Gerotron 5000. Right.
1: And, you know, you're not going to be able to have the Gerotron everywhere, but I wanted to have something that I know I could take with me and Mm -hmm. I I can bring that. That's all mine. That's Mm -hmm. not, you know, that's something I paid for and I had and um, ideas that I had. And I wanted to have Edwin's lessons because it's exactly like you said. You don't know how many places do that. And I wanted, if I was going to do that, I was going to do it completely. And I'm happy to do that elsewhere, but a lot of places won't make the time for it. They don't really want to shake up or have the variety in their show that way and uh, it's some I mean I really enjoy doing it I really like teaching mm. uh it's 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 kind of perfect for me I really like teaching and so Uh, and for some reason, the fans really don't appreciate it. And, uh, you know, (laughs) I, I guess I come across as every teacher you didn't like in high school or in college. Um, and, uh, it's, it's not, that's not something I'm trying to do. It's just kind of naturally me. Um, But, uh, yeah, I, I like doing the interview segment despite how ruined it ends up getting. Uh, I mean, if I had it my way every time, it would just be me. Uh, but I wanted to do something to contribute to the show as well. You know, I'm not entirely selfish. Uh, so I like having guests on and it's usually, it's either people that I respect, you know, people that I consider a peer and that would be able to help me guest speak. Um, or it's people that I think really need to learn something. I don't mm-hmm. know how many times I've tried to have Justin Idol on my show and teach him something, and it, it just will not get through to him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some
0: he's been having some marital issues that uh, I think that maybe got weirder last last night with that. Uh, also, I, I I do recall when you had um probably the most unruly student students of uh,
1: Chris Taylor and, and the Rev Ron
0: Hunt. On oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> class clowns if i've i've wrestled actual clowns and crazy steve they're the biggest clowns in pro wrestling <laughs> uh congratulations to the rev ron on winning the the ladder match last night but uh you know it's not like he's not you know uh f- so physically capable but boy those two together maybe if i got them separately i'd be able to actually you know get something accomplished but the two of them together you know those those are the two kids that you split up in the classroom mm-hmm. you know you put them at opposite ends of the classroom if you can Um, you know, sometimes I've been that kid, but it's time to grow up. Mm -hmm. You know, those those two, uh, they they were like children. When you uh, when you come out, I notice you come with a book a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: I also, (laughs) and interestingly, if you guys haven't seen this, uh, uh, him in action, um, sometimes he, uh, I. He he needs to finish his book before he gets going. Uh, him. So him is Jacob Edwin. Yes, uh, and and I'm like, is is he just finishing it? And and how how does that come
1: about? You can't put down a good book, even how many for times your math. You I get it, I get it. And it's called studying. And sometimes you need to do last minute cramming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, ultimately, I mean, realistically, it's just I don't want to listen to the fans. I've I'm not stupid. I don't know how many times I have to tell people this. I'm not stupid. I understand that the crowd is not going to enjoy that I come out. Um, so I thank them. I thank them all the time uh, because just because I know they notice me. Mm-hmm. So I, I just thank them for giving me the audience. But I'm more interested in the book than them. You know, that's, that's much. It, have, I don't know if you've been able to see some of the books I come out with, but a lot of times it's either wrestling related, you know, it's autobiographies or, you know, something about, uh, you know, pro wrestling in general or a time frame or it's, you know, sometimes I read for pleasure. Sometimes it's it's just Sherlock Holmes. You know, sometimes you just got to read a little bit about, you know, deduction and being able to to, to solve the problem. Um, that's, that's a big thing about, you know, what I'm all about is solving problems. Uh, but, yeah, ultimately it's I'd rather read the book than listen to anybody in the crowd. It doesn't matter how loud they get and they get very loud. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they get in my face. And here's another thing. While we're on the topic of fans and how annoying they are, um, you know, I know you paid your money and everything, and I know that you're supposed to be able to say whatever you want, and that's great. Um, some, but some take large liberties with that. I yeah, <laughs> some take large liberties with that. I can't tell you how many little children have flipped me off, mm-hmm. you know, which is, just speaks to the parenting that they don't get, uh, which is why I have to come out there and be their parent and be their teacher. Um, but, uh, There's been a lot, every show I go to, this is the most unoriginal and wrong thing that I've gotten. Every show I go to, they call me Mr. Clean. I don't see it. I don't get it. I don't understand why they call me Mr. Clean. Uh, RWA has been the first one to bring props, though. Fans are bringing empty (laughs) Mr. Clean bottles and pointing at me and pointing at that, and they're saying, it's like a mirror. It's like, I don't see it. It's like a mirror. I don't get it. (laughs) Personally, myself, I, I do not see it. Uh, but so if that could stop, because it's unoriginal. Mm-hmm. Everybody says it, and I don't. Know, I don't know why everybody says it, but I don't appreciate it. Well, at least he come off and clean in nature. Yeah, uh, there's no one else could fit that bill as far as just being squeaky clean in pro wrestling. No. Well, uh, it, it's been it's been really awesome to see
0: uh, uh, you growing in 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 RWA and um, growing into that fan base. Uh so what is the uh the in your 7 years of wrestling, what's the best and the worst
1: thing about indie wrestling for you? Mm, that's a touchy topic. <laughs> as much as you'd like to say in public. Yeah, that's called that's called a uh, loaded question, kids. Mm-hmm. Um best thing, best thing is is the fun. You know, there's there's fun is the best thing to have, obviously. But why would we do this if it wasn't fun? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, this is, this is just what I've wanted to do. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that. Uh, this, this is been one of the few things that I care about since discovering wrestling. And at the time it was the only thing I care about. Now, you know, I've grown, I've, I've come to, to care about a lot of other things, but, uh, it is, it is still fun. It is supposed to be fun. Uh, as far as the worst thing, um, worst thing is probably uh i'll go with the easy answer it's the travel you know travel's hard mm-hmm. travel's not easy for everybody um not everyone's built for it and obviously some people reflect that in their career they don't travel that much they they stay right in their bubble mm-hmm. um and you know you can do both how many shows do you come across that just run once a month you know there's there's at least three other weekends in that in that month that you could be doing something else uh and that does that does an equal amount on our body that the wrestling does. You know, we we go through some hell in a ring, but we also go through hell in a car or hell on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if you're working out regularly and you're a certain size, you you're not meant to be crammed in a car like we have to cram in a car so often um traveling is one of the hardest things and probably probably one of my least favorite things if if i could just you know step out of a door and be be in the ring or be at the show uh, that would be much preferred um as much as i enjoy you know going to different places i've seen places i would have never seen just in my regular life you know I, i go as far as georgia south carolina down that way and I've been as north as you know, New Jersey, New York. I'm going to try and be in Canada this year. You know, mm-hmm. uh, lining some things up. It's the travel. The travel is good and bad. So I guess I kind of uh, went back on my own answer. But uh, going, being at the place is is great. Uh, it's getting there. That's that's the hassle. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for
0: taking the time. Have your busy schedule here uh, and after. Uh, 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 getting through that that crazy match last night with uh with the ladder match and everything so uh where can people follow uh what's going on with you and uh get further educated on social
1: media so uh i mostly just stick to facebook and instagram i know twitter's supposed to be the big thing um I just don't appreciate Twitter. Uh, never have been able to. So uh, both things you can find me at Jacob Edwin. Uh, I've seen a lot of misspellings. It's J A K O B and E D W I N N, all one word. If you look those up, you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you know both are mutually exclusive. You'll find things on Instagram that you find out, won't find on Facebook, and et cetera, vice versa. Um, you know, as far as like wrestling places, uh, most frequently, you know, you can find me just about anywhere, but RWA is every month. Um, in, uh, Tennessee, you'll find me in pro wrestling mid South and, uh, coming up soon for uh, a show called Millington mayhem. Uh, you'll also be able to find me in South Carolina for wrestle force, uh, and, uh, for, um, the show in Myrtle beach, S H O W. Uh, you also in West Virginia find me for a championship pro wrestling CPW. They, uh, they mostly run around the summertime. Uh, and you can, if you follow me on social media, you will see the, where those, where and when those shows are going to be, you know, and the roles I'm going to be taking place in there.
0: Awesome. Go check that out. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, everybody out there, with the uh, live stream and on the podcast, uh, for uh, checking us out and expanding your own independent professional wrestling knowledge. And so, until next time, please support indie wrestling. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at Sorgatron Media dot com